Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. He was trained for this kind of tyranny. We're going to be talking about this new Department of Homeland Security Disinformation Governance Board on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, the Department of Homeland Security, this was started because of the post-9-11. George W. Bush actually started some things that weren't so great for long-term freedom. One of those is the DHS. Terror was used as a reason to do that. Then out of that came the Patriot Act. Well, the co-author of that Patriot Act is none other than Michael Chertoff. The Patriot Act uh, has information, has provisions where it redefined domestic terrorism, made it broader beyond what you and I would normally think as domestic terrorism. The Patriot Act, under the co-authorship of Chertoff, allowed for indefinite detention of individuals, despite constitutional protections that you otherwise would have under the United States Constitution. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security was created to protect against terrorism, but then they expanded the definition of domestic terrorism. Under the Obama-Biden administration, DHS Secretary Janet Napolitano, she deemed patriotic Americans and veterans to be likely domestic terrorists. In February, the Department of Homeland Security re released a National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin, which characterizes U.S. citizens who share non-government-approved COVID information, like ivermectin, or question the safety and efficacy of the shots, as top domestic security threats. In April, then, the DHS creates this new department within the DHS called the Disinformation Governance Board that occurred less than a week after former President Barack Obama spoke at Stanford University regarding how the government should be involved in more censorship on social media with regards to election issues, COVID-19, and so forth. Okay, wait a minute. You got my attention when you started talking about this Patriot Act that he co-authored. It expands government surveillance powers to personal records held by third parties, more secret searches, wiretaps without probable cause, and pin or trap and trace for virtually any reason. It allows the CIA to spy on Americans, creates a new crime of domestic terrorism, and allows indefinite detention for non-citizens. Uh, what is patriotic about that? It's not, but you know, <laughs> here's what happens, and this, has, this is what George W. Bush did. This is how we got in, for example, the WHO in 2005 because of the SARS-1 scare. And this is how we got with the DHS and the Patriot Act uh, during his presidency. And other presidents, Democrats, have done the same thing. They use a tragedy and they say, oh, we need to respond to it. And so the DHS was a response to the 9-11 attacks. And the Patriot Act was a response to that. And so people cheered, yes, we need to go after these terrorists. Everyone wants to stop terrorists. Nobody wants to have a 9-11 happen again. That's obvious. These were evil, evil people. But in the process, you have to use a surgical scalpel rather than a chainsaw when you're carving up things that could affect your freedom. Law-abiding United States citizens setting aside the Constitution of the United States. Michael Chertoff, he 
endorsed waterboarding. He endorsed torturing prisoners to get information. Now, you might say, well, you know, we need to get that information. It's a security issue. Yeah, we need to get information. But look, we not, cannot sacrifice moral convictions, and we cannot sacrifice constitutional protections. If we do so, we become as bad as the people that we are trying to coerce. Yeah. And Chertoff agreed that you could actually use what was clearly illegal activity to torture prisoners. How would you like it if United States people, how would you like it, for example, you turn that on someone else? How would you like indefinite detentions? What about January 6th where you have people that are now on what's called the Patriot Wing and they're being held there indefinitely? Mm-hmm without going to trial. These are not flight risks. They're not security risks. They're just American citizens who showed up that day. So when you use some of these bad events, like 9-11, as bad as it is, and you come out with the Patriot Act, well, then what happens is then you create a Department of Homeland Security, a whole new agency, which we need less agencies of the federal government, not more. Mm -hmm. And we create this agency. Then the agency now is run by... Other ideologues, the Obama administration with Biden back then, now Biden with Harris. And so now what happens? You come up with a midterm election. And the midterms are not looking so good for Obama and his party. That's a pretty obvious given. Then we just came out of the 2020 election. They don't like the fact that people are saying that it was not fair, that it was fraught with fraud. Michael Chertoff erroneously said that the 2020 elections were the most secure elections in history. Wrong. Evidence says otherwise, not. yeah. <laughs> now you even have a secu- cybersecurity agency of the United States federal government that says that the certain Dominion voting machines are subject to hackers and manipulation if they're not fixed. So they already recognize that these Dominion voting machines, or at least certain kinds of them, are subject to hacking and outside manipulation and fraud. This just happened uh, in 2022, where this federal agency that covers cyber emergencies and cybersecurity came out with this report looking at Dominion. So if you say something about the election of 2020 was stolen, the election of 2020 had fraud, there were people who were voting that shouldn't be voting, in their world, that is a threat to national security. And I'm not making this up. This is in their April bulletin. It's a threat to their security. They actually say that this is a threat to national security. If you talk about disinformation or misinformation regarding the election. Now, their view of disinformation and misinformation is anything that doesn't agree with their viewpoint. If you question anything about the 2020 election, That's disinformation and misinformation, and you're a threat to national security. Law-abiding American citizens under this Department of Homeland Security, which is supposed to be a law agency to support threats to the nation, now considers American citizens that are peaceful, law-abiding, who have a question, who have a viewpoint on the 2020 election or the upcoming elections, if they don't agree with it, then you're a threat to national security. Not only that, they actually have in their April 2022 bulletin that what else is a threat to national security? What else is the DHS looking for besides people who speak regarding elections and they don't go along with the narrative of Biden? 
it's COVID-19. They actually say that if people have questions, if people push back on masking and the shot man, listen to this, masking and the shot mandates or these what they call perceived government regulations, perceived government regulations or perceived government restrictions. They actually use the word perceived. I don't think we're perceiving that there were mask mandates, and I don't think we were perceiving that there were COVID shot mandates. I mean, we've been involved in litigating. Right. That wasn't a dream. Right. We didn't make that up. I perceive that these are ways they're trying to control people, and we need to wake up and realize what's happening. <laughs> well, that's exactly, you know, so if you have a perceived grievance against the government because they imposed a mask mandate on your kids to go to school, and you know that your kids are chafing under that, in fact, for autistic kids or others, it is detrimental to them and you push back on that then in their view you're a threat to national security moms for example that go and speak at school board meetings and we know this for a fact because the fbi got involved in that and said well let's monitor these parents these moms that go and speak at the school board meeting and protest against these mask mandates they are threats to our national security if you say that the COVID shots are neither safe nor effective, you're a threat to national security. Chertoff has now been appointed as this head of this disinformation board. And they say that the disinformation board was created just in time for the upcoming midterm. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. They want to censor what you say about the upcoming elections or the past election. They want to censor what you say about your grievance which they use that word grievance, with the government over masking or over COVID-19 mandates. If you don't agree with them, if you're not in their lockstep narrative, then you're a threat to the national security. This goes way beyond the terrorists that flew their planes into the ground or into the World Trade Center. It goes way beyond those kinds of terrorists. This goes to peaceful, law-abiding citizens that have a constitutional right to freedom of speech. They don't want you to speak. For information on how you can push back sending faxes and petitions to members of Congress to stop this disinformation board, visit lcaction.org, lcaction.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.